Alright, alright, check one, check two, this is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. <laughs> with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back with episode 225 in the middle of July. What are we going to do? We're going to have some coffee just for you. I got some uh, Kirkland's coffee here straight from Costco. I got a big bag of backup uh, when the good stuff runs out. But this stuff is great. Medium roast. I can always do some medium roast. Ground up that medium roast. Um, I had some great uh, cannabis, New York certified from the Housing Works. Um, it's a strand. It's a back home. I love those guys. Um, it's a strand called Pot of Gold, and it's 17% um, THC, which isn't that strong. But I don't know. <laughs> it still seems pretty strong to me. As you know, I've been tapering off a little bit. Well, just trying to find a little bit of uh, space in between uh, smoking, but at the same time, enjoying it, enjoying life. But I have to say, it came in such good hand. I had a tooth extraction. I don't want to talk about the podcast too much because it was it, it's still painful. I don't wish it on anybody. <laughs> but it went down, and it was what it was. And uh, thank God I had some cannabis to get me through because they literally just gave me some ibuprofen. Ibuprofen? I I be I am profren. Um, that's good coffee. Well, I, it was so good I drank a whole pot. I actually had to make an extra pot for this podcast, but I didn't make a full pot, so this is like a pot and a half, but not two big pots. Um, maybe like a pot and a quarter uh, of coffee, and then I had the strand is pot of gold. So pot of coffee gold all day the cannabis coffee hour is coming out today episode 225 i've been laying low healing up that's been the energy but i i feel everybody kind of going through it right now there's a weird energy going on i think it might be all the uh psychedelic mushrooms everybody's taking and raving about um in mainstream culture like i see kind of a bend happening that all the stuff that we've been talking about whether it's mental health or stretching or cannabis or doing your art um applying yourself um doing gig work getting by drinking coffee getting high um yeah that's what uh I think it just the whole world is changing and that's what's so excited about doing the podcast everybody I'm going to take this, I'm not going to talk about it. It's just going to evolve naturally. Like lately, I've been trying to let things go and flow by itself naturally. Um, But you got to sign up to the YouTube. Um, This is the last time I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) The YouTube website, uh, the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube. Uh, Because I do think like that idea of being a little too hungry for stuff that's what I'm trying to get rid of, you know, I'm just trying to get rid of being hungry, being full, like a lot of it's sitting in contentment, 
and just being the observer. That's what I've been trying to work with with my uh, meditation is just to observe. Um, and the less I talk is more, which is funny that I, <laughs> that I enjoy doing the cannabis coffee hour. Because I do think like this week I had my two, I didn't feel like doing stand up. I couldn't do nothing, man. Um, it took me out uh, for a minute. Um, but, you know, doing this podcast weekly, keeping it up um, helps me, you know, just stay kind of in that zone, whether it's podcasting or doing stand up or acting. Um, hopefully this writer strike will uh, finish up soon. I got my new reel. Oh, excuse me. Uh, my acting reel all together. Not, I mean, it's just like uh, just one of those chores that I don't do a lot. Um, and now I'm kind of caught up with everything. Like that's what I'm figuring out is like it's everything's going to happen. A lot of it's just like not burning out. And kind of pacing yourself, I think, is what society is learning. That's what I'm learning. You know, and that's what the podcast is about, is to get up and out there and figure out, you know, I'm doing my five Tibetan stretches. I'm doing 20-minute med meditation. I, I didn't ask the timer until like 10 seconds to go. But now I've gotten the 20 minutes down to a point where, like, right when I'm feeling antsy is right about the 20-minute mark. And that is like a long time to do it, to meditate. Um, but I, just lately, I've just been thinking a lot of it like exercise for your brain. And I think with everything, with the, all the uh, with all the social media and all the media and all the hype and uh, who knows where AI is going and all the stress of modern day, you know, futuromics that we're living in, um, you know, meditation and stretching and mushrooms and, and journaling and and uh, applying yourself towards your uh, towards your source, towards uh, what was that thing I was talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> graffiti. I wanted to talk about graffiti and memes, like internet, like. Is, is memes, like, there's a lot of internet graffiti, you know? It's kind of like leaving a trace up there um, of who you are in that moment and being like, check it out. New York runs on graffiti. It just never stops. It never, and a lot of it's bad because security has gotten so good. It's never as good, unless it's, like, curated for a building and it's, like, you know, uh, paid for. Uh, by a guy that was prob was probably a real graffiti artist and then had to make a mortgage and uh, get his shit together when he was 38 and uh, started doing commercial art, which is, you know, I'm never on any type of uh, punk rock. Like, you got to do what you, I, I definitely think I want to lean more into artistic stuff because it is uh, kind of so gunky out there and there's so much gunk that the real deal Holyfield stuff, you know, sticks. You know, Like art, you know, in graffiti, like it's a one-of-a-kind type of situation. And I think that's what people are looking for with a world of such mass production. Like when you see one-of-a-kind or something that's great that you may never see again. Um, that's kind of the trippy part with art that I'm always like, you know, 
it trips me out that just you know how a, a painting gets to be so expensive but that wasn't until somebody told me like there's only one of those paintings and the value of it you know and that's a, you know the infinite value of the the a human individual at this point with all this ai is like you can't duplicate individuality you know you just can't uh if you really like hone in and hone in and hone in that's what i'm like kind of bringing the energy closer and closer and closer um to who you really are i guess that's you know kind of the stuff that i've been um working with and kind of like meditating on and journaling about because uh, it just seems like that time but maybe that's just because i had an extraction on my tooth <laughs> uh i have been listening to a lot of beats uh I do love hip hop. Like I can't complain. And I've been watching like videos of dudes that make beats. I've been, I, you know, I I always slide back into hip hop for some reason. And when I catch myself, like I'm trying to be aware of where my mind is. But when I catch myself, I'm always like watching somebody making beats uh, and how they make beats. I find fascinating um, because now with all the electronics and you know, it's so. Make you can check out my album Caffeinated Dope Rhymes, which is on Spotify and on um, iTunes. Check it out and YouTube. Um, it has my tunes, but play it, download it, buy it, get it. Uh, I stand behind that product. <laughs> my raps, when I look back at them, I mean, you know, I, I, they're not the best, and I never wanted to be like the. Be I didn't grow up on Eminem. Like I grew up on Run DMC, The Beasties. LL, like, Rock Chem, like, I was the golden, golden age and a huge hip-hop nerd. Um, not even a nerd. I was a breakdancer, so I can't say I was a nerd. I made it look like a nerd. <laughs> but uh, but I always say, like, breakdancing or even, like, popping and locking. Like, dancing is, you know, uh, it's very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable and you're kind of showing your vulnerability at a scale um, that, you know, neg it just like negative, it drives negative people crazy because you can't deny the joy. Something like that. I was, yeah, I was going to do a hip hop song called Something Like That. <laughs> One of my favorite sayings, something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> something like that. Homeboy Sandman, go hard. That's a great tune. And now he's getting like some mainstream love. I'm not like totally dialed in to er ever since like magazines went out. It was it's hard to understand what's cool and what's not. And I know people live on the websites and stuff like that. But being as a cat from the '90s is like, like I don't really I see all websites kind of as the same thing. The internet. So like. Rolling Stone and Spin Magazine meant a whole lot. Source Magazine. But all that went away. That leverage, that pla that power, that like, I think they're all there. They all, they're probably their websites are bigger than the magazine. Uh, but I do like magazines. I do love physical things. Books. I think everything physical, everything that's not going to be the internet um, will have uh, a greater sense of value after a moment. Um, 
that's why I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have gotten rid of some of this antique stuff, man. Some of this stuff is going to be worth um, something down the line. Anything like wood making, um, anything old is going to be, I don't know. A lot of it's like storing and taking care of things. And the older I get, the more minimal. I did do like a full clean. I cleaned out all my bowls and bongs. Um, well, just one bowl. Um, but it would it felt good to do, but it's such a mess, you know. It's such a brutal part of that, you know. That's why I do like about legalization is like the pre-roll situation. And I think those little skinny, like, low THC pre-roll um, cigarettes will be more of the norm, you know. Especially after COVID, like, people just aren't passing blunts and joints like that sometimes they are i mean (laughs) after all that you know we're still coming out of this pandemic i'm healing from the pandemic healing from an extraction um just straight up healing um being soft (laughs) after a while like going hard that's the only thing about new york and going hard and, and pushing it um Sometimes you push it away and you got to let things breathe. But it's hard to make things breathe. It's, it, you know, Tom Petty, the waiting's the hardest part. Um, but yeah, I've been listening to that. And then, you know, all, I talked about on the last podcast, all the, all the Grateful Dead. I haven't been able to eat. I've been killing soups. My new thing is like chicken noodle soup. I get a good can of like Progresso chicken noodle soup and then I chop a bunch of kale and then I cook the kale in the chicken noodle soup and the chicken noodle soup has carrots and it kind of mixes with the kale it's a good it's a good combo I give a, a shout out to chicken noodle soup with kale in it any day of the week I can cook that's the only thing about paying for shit when I go out like I can cook really well if I have like everything set up what did I make the other day? Um, made some bomb-ass eggs the other day. Yeah, that's what I did. I just took two eggs, avocado oil, and then just let them fry up in a small pan, um, sunny side up. But then I put two slices of Swiss cheese on top of that. And then I put a bunch of spinach on top of that. And then I put a few onions and tomatoes and uh, I know it sounds like an omelet, but I kind of did it like two sunny side eggs and just a little veggie, a little cheese and flip over top of each other. So it was like super simple. And then with some like really clean oil and fresh cracked pepper, um, it was slamming. And I hadn't had like good protein. Like I don't go hardcore on meat, especially with this thing, with this extraction, I haven't been able to... Uh, um, eat solid foods at much, and when I do it, it hurts, <laughs> which is a weird thing. Um, but also I'm getting used to it, and um, you know, just that that overconsuming, like eating when you're not hungry, fiending, you know, all that stuff, all that like kind of control thing, self control, like plays with itself, with all this stuff, you know. Um, being, doing minimalism, I heard somebody like, even like, 
you know, with cannabis or mushrooms, like I think, you know, you could apply some of those concepts to that and get a greater impact is the weird thing um, with everything. But the, I think there's a time to rock out and then there's a time to be minimal. And then there's a time never to think about it ever again. Mm. But yeah, that uh, coffee, Kirkland's medium roast, and it's already ground, so it kind of skips a couple steps. But it's also good. Um, sometimes you, the, you know, just the canned ground stuff is not, you know, it doesn't cut the mustard. But this, just because specifically, I think it's medium roast and it's a little bit um, fresher. Like it's just, it's it's actually made for what it is, which is dope. Uh, yeah, Billy Strings. I've been listening to a lot of Billy Strings. A um, little bit of punk. Grateful Dead. Jurassic 5. Queens of the Stone Age. Um, lots of Zen videos. <laughs> and some Sly and the Family Stones. That's been the vibe lately. Um, you can always look back. You know, it's kind of like looking at your... Uh, journal you know it's like um your web history browser is almost like your journal but i will say i do get a lot out of journaling like i never thought that was a thing i mean i did it but it was more i did it for a while a couple times here and there and i know it was good for writing but in terms of like getting your thoughts out on a page and kind of looking at it day to day it does you know I don't know. It definitely helps. Uh, so, Maryland adult use. I just went to the normal page. Let's check out a couple um, cannabis stories here. Maryland adult use marijuana legalization laws take effect this week. Yeah, Maryland's always been kind of wide open with cannabis. It's I, I haven't been down there as much, but D.C. was super wide open. Um, let's see. Legalization permits adults uh, to possess, home cultivate, and purchase personal use quantity cannabis. Takes effect Saturday, July first. Beginning that day, those age of twenty-one or older are legally uh, possess up to uh, one and a half ounces of cannabis flower. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it just seems like um, that's gone fully legal in Maryland, which is fascinating, man. The stuff is, uh, that's what I love about doing this podcast is that I do get to keep up with some of the stuff um, that I'm interested in. There was one other story that I thought was interesting. Let's see, what's this one? Cannabis products safe and effective for treating generalized anxiety disorder. Okay. Yeah, for general anxiety, I think it's good. I also think it does can kick it in. It's a lot like coffee. Like, both of them, you have to be somewhat aware of uh, where your head's at. <laughs> but uh, I have been running on it so long that... Um, and then with this extraction, like I was like, oh man, I just need to smoke. Um, my face hurts <laughs> and it was a lot better than ibuprofen. 
put on a Grateful Dead show on YouTube. Uh, send out some emails. Do a podcast. I've been looking at doing some more artwork for the podcast. Um, so I'm definitely interested in talking to anybody that, you know, is a, you know, I'm, I, I definitely like to talk to all kinds of different art. Like I have simple ideas moving forward with kind of changing the logo and like kind of changing the format just a little bit to almost where it's like a mixtape is kind of where I want to go. Um, I'm going to be doing some out on the field broadcasting, um, I was invited to do like a picketing for the writer's strike and I was going to maybe do like maybe do a pickup of like hanging out there. That way, I, you know, I love to uh, getting on uh, the mic and talking for a few hours and all of that um, and seeing where it may go after a few bowls, which is what happened today. <laughs> uh, episode 225, 25. That's a hard number, you know. 425 is 100. Four more. Dude, uh, 225. Like, soon it's going to be 500 every week coming at you, the cannabis coffee hour. Uh, it's been fun. It's I, I just think it, it's a good spot for a comedian to have, like, a centralized podcast that he could check in with his fan. Like, you guys could check in, smoke a little bit of weed, drink some coffee, check out, uh, I don't have any shows up now, but I'll have some big shows coming up. I have a couple different ideas on stand-up. Um, you know, it's just everybody with Eventbrite and all this stuff, it's like in social media, which I never have taken that serious, but please uh, sign up to my uh, Instagram, which is Rob88Cantrell. Uh, it just helps centralize like who I'm talking to out there. I've been doing this for a while and I have like, when I know that it's like a lot of my fans, it is like a cool crowd. I have to say like some, some cats I think have just like douchebag crowds and uh, whoever I'm bringing out is nice is what the vibe. And that's what I've always, I think it's going to take a little bit longer, but as I build with the podcast, as cannabis gets legal, as uh, you know, I'm getting more and more interested in filmmaking and writing and producing and uh, you know punching up stuff. And I can I can bring people in and talk about it, and also have coffee and cannabis. I want to talk to that guy from uh, back home cannabis. That's like one of my favorite uh, growers right now. And all the price points with the legalized. I mean, it's housing works and then faded are the two places I've gone. That is completely legal in uh, New York City. So shout out uh, Housing Works and Faded. The reason I like going, uh, like, there is uh, these other spots. And I do like them. And weed is weed at the end of the day. But I know there's just a part of me that as I get older, I just don't, you know, I do want it kind of regulated in the point of, um, I just want to know where it's coming from. At least, you know. But at the same time, it's just been really sloppy that there's only two dispensaries that are legal that I know of and how much I love cannabis. Uh, I know there's a couple others. Uh, and, and on the New York Gov government um, website, they have them up. So it's just wild how, like, these states... And now it's even... 
with how many states is it? You know, it seems like it's over half the states now have least. I don't think it's half yet, but it's almost. It's all the cool states. <laughs> now everywhere is cool. That's the other thing about like. You know, I love being in New York and the access to everything in terms of like stand up, you know, in terms of comedy and entertainment. It's just a good place for me right now. Um, but with the, you know, with the Internet and just the, with meditation in space, like it's literally like you should think of it like everywhere is dope. You just can create what you can create with the energy there. And I think you can set it up. But sometimes you have to get up and out and just flow with it. Um, but, you know, just the world, my, my, my mission in life just has dragged me. Not dragged me, you know, just kind of flung me. And now I've just been in New York for 15 years. What was I looking up? 23 states. 23 states out of 50 states, man, have legal cannabis. Um... The recreational use of cannabis has been legalized in 23 states, three other U.S. territories, and D.C. Another eight states decriminalized its use. Commercial distribution has been legalized in all jurisdictions where possession has been legalized except Virginia and D.C. Now, that doesn't even make sense. Um possession but you can't sell it okay okay but legal for medical legal for recreational use i'm trying to say uh i was trying to name the states alaska um that's recreational arizona i've been hearing about like hotels in arizona like there's cannabis arizona's you know, let's go check. I need to do some gigs out there. California, uh, Colorado. These are all good states. Uh, Connecticut. Okay. Delaware. Yeah. Florida. Illegal. Look at that. Illinois. You're illegal. Maine. Maryland. Massachusetts. Michigan. Minnesota. Missouri. Uh, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon. Like, these are all, like, major states. Rhode Island, Vermont, Vir Virginia. Oh, go, Virginia. District of Columbia. Nice. So those are all the states that it's been legalized. That's wild. Um... And I just think that we haven't even figured out, you know, what exactly it is in some sense. It was, uh, you know, under such a different cloud of social graces uh, for so long that, um, that, uh, that it's just a, you know, it's just set up. It's going to be set up different in the future. You know, I just think uh, legalized can't... I see more like weed drink products. People, you're, you know, people are more open about it. People are more... But then people are, you know, I don't know. Weed's always got like its own weird 
scene going on. And that's why I, I kind of want, I think it's kind of like what I was saying before about making, giving value to something, making the space. And right now, like the weed spaces, you know, it's a little grimy, like all weed spaces. <laughs> you got to clean out your bongs and you got to clean out your pipes. But it's also, you know, just great to blaze a bowl when you had your tooth extracted. Um, and you can numb it down like that and get some sleep. I always said, you know, for I think I've seen more of that, like more minor um like I was, I was walking into the legal dispensary. I was like, "What? Well, you know, should I keep smoking weed?" Uh, I think all people think about it, you know. And then I saw this old dude walking in there in front of me, and I was like, "Yeah, I think that's what it's for." <laughs> like, and not all times in life, um, but especially like in New York City, my bones and stuff. Like that's why I stretch constantly and always like have to change out and have good shoes on because. This town will fuck your ankles and feet up. And that's one of the reasons I have my song, uh, Rub My Feet, <laughs> which I've put on uh, as my uh, head video on YouTube just recently. It's my, hi I, it's my highest video. It's not a foot fetish song, even though I do think it gets clicks because of it, which is a whole other weird thing, you know. But check out Rub My Feet. Um... And that's on my Caffeinated Dope Rhymes album. Like, I've been looking at beats. I've been trying to play my guitar. Everything's just in this weird standstill. But I'm still doing, like, I'm getting called or, you know, my body's like, do, do some creative shit. Um, it's in there. You know, it's kind of like this thing that just you just kind of, like, come. I don't know, man. It's a weird... It's a weird path that I chose, but I have enjoyed it. And I always kind of visualized having some type of radio show or have some type of voice out there. So, um, but doing the everyday thing, like hats off to Howard Stern and all these guys on Sirius XM, like doing like four to five hours of pod or like audio um, with guests every day. That's hardcore. Like doing it a week is just around the right time. And sometimes I stress out about uh, doing this podcast, even though I shouldn't. <laughs> it's literally uh, the chillest podcast of all time. Uh, I talk about my coffee, talk about stretching, I talk about cannabis. Um, and it is fascinating. Damn, 23 states? You know, soon it's going to be 25, then it's going to be over... Places that, okay, gray, illegal. Texas is just straight up illegal. Boise, okay. Illegal. Wisconsin, illegal. Um, but then there's blue states like right next to it. North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. That's a lot of good city. A lot of good weed smokers are all over that place. It's going to change. Um, everything's changing right now. But that's what's so dope about like um, just meditation, just being a part of your own essence and being a part of the observer. And uh, that's what I've been trying to think of. My One of my favorite bands, Rare Essence, a DC go-go band, um, Three in the Morning, uh, work the walls 
all kinds of DC go-go funk jams. Um, but they uh, also in meditation, they talk about the essence. And that's why the, that band has such a dope name. Jay-Z stole one of their song lyrics um, for his rap. Um, everybody knows that. But Rare Essence, uh, great DC go-go band. The essence, that that's a great word, essence. Because everything has its essence. And you can, it's kind of like vibes. Even though I think vibes is being played out right now. Everything, you know, just things kind of just go through phases. Life go through goes through phases. And now it's a heavy vibe phase. The dude from Russia, man, that the, 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 the Wagner group, he just like flipped out. And then he then the next day he's like, no, I didn't do it. <laughs> I know I wasn't going to talk about Russian politics, but man, all of it's like so crazy and out there right now that, um, you know, just treating everything at, at its, as its essence, you can kind of see it a little bit better and feel it. Um, but at the same time, you got to make money. <laughs> Dollars making sense. That's always been kind of the struggle with the artist. But uh, a lot of it, I do think, is the more it's just like being in the, the being, doing your essence, getting present with your essence. And then, and, you know, and I was always like, how do you not judge? But now I'm learning like, how much of that brain activity of judgments or even like once you see something safe and cool, like you just be the observer and kind of flow through the situation. That's what I had to do with the extraction. And it was brutal. <laughs> but uh, you have to just go with it. And then you just kind of heal up. Um, and thank God you have cannabis to do that. A little bit of coffee, a little bit of cannabis, a little bit of vibes, a little bit of music. That's the that's the gig. I, and I'm usually happy for every episode and every cup of coffee, every moment. Um, back to graffiti and memes. <laughs> kind of like the this whole thing of being seen and graffiti and like showbiz and art. Presence. Um, podcasting <laughs> it all kind of comes together in some weird way every moment is like like when you, I look at a plant like I'm always like how it grows to kind of even itself out like everybody's just trying to find the balance so when you see people that are off balanced it's mostly just because they're off balanced <laughs> Uh, I feel imbalanced. The earth is in a weird stage right now. Like I always kind of like go back and forth with like the environment as well. And how much I can really do. But I do think like I do have like impulses to clean stuff up. And I do like one of those. Like I go around the park and some days in the city like the trash got fucked up. Um, you know, it's picked up wrong or, you know, somebody kicked it over. And there's just like awful ass plastic and funky ass shit everywhere. And I want one of those claws, like those long things that have like, you know, you claw the thing. And I want to have one of those and some rubber gloves and just kind of go to town and just clean up 
What about just the stick with the nail on it? You never see that. We need to bring back that thing. Just picking up cups, picking up crap. But everybody's doing that. The recycling cats are everywhere, too. It's a wild world, man. But it's all, that's why I always trip out when I watch old movies and see, like, you know, especially New York City, like, old footage. You're just like, look at all those lives. Look at all those eight million stories. Oh, Curtis Blow. Eight million stories. That's a great Curtis Blow song. Um, I definitely pumped some Curtis Blow. I definitely listened. Basketball was like his big hit. Um, but that whole album, like that came like right before Run DMC. It kind of like set the stage. And then after Run DMC. But Homeboy Sandman, you know, I guess what I was thinking about, I don't mean to brag or like he's getting all this mainstream love. And I remember I sent him around like to friends and they're like, ah, and I'm like, no, this guy's going to blow. And the same dude also, uh, did the same thing. I mean, Run the Jewels I saw early on. And this is this is not like a name droppy thing, but I remember being like, ah, oh, this is gonna be ill. I kind of knew LP um from uh what is it, Bombs Over Brooklyn or you know, there was like he has a you know, I kind of knew some of that obscure rap that was going on. And I knew he was good. And then um when I saw Run the Jewels and I heard like Maybe like one track, I knew it was going to be fucking huge. And then I was touring with Doug Benson and we did a show and he was friends with the guys from 311 and we went to the 311 concert and Cypress Hill was open for him. And that was like a cool moment. I got to smoke a joint with Be Real in a, like in a van with Doug Benson in their camper. But I remember he had a website up and it had run the jewels. It was like a rap radar, like kind of like up and coming joint and he was listening to it and i was like oh shit man i was right because if he's listening it's like you know comedians know who, which ones are like the really good ones and i know rappers are probably the same thing you know but i will say that the last few that i've like caught my eye end up blowing up um well not blowing up i mean everything's like that kind of goes to like mainstream but once mainstream, like, then it goes into a whole other atmosphere. You know, like Taylor Swift, like, you know, almost like it's just so big. It's almost like a huge corporation at that point. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I think all artists should make as much money as they can. And I don't want to hate on money. That's the thing is, like, you need people with a lot of money to buy art. <laughs> So you always, it's kind of this weird, like, everything's connected, man. And everybody needs to chill out. I haven't eaten mushrooms in a long time, and I think I should soon. I just got to wait for the right moment. Like, it's not party moment or city moment. I just need a few days out in nowhere land. Um, but every time I get that, I do a lot of sleeping and catching up. And, you know, with meditation, I think it almost feels like I'm tripping all the time anyway. Like, it's kind of weird that way. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to wrap it up for 225 for the Cannabis Coffee Hour. This has been a good one. I had some great Kirklands. We talked about uh, some hip-hop. We talked about life. We talked about, um, dude, shout out to Back back Home Cannabis, Pot of Gold Strain. Um, one of my favorites of all time. Um, 
yeah, New York has just the great, the legal cannabis that New York has is really good. And even some of the, the other stuff is just, there's just so many out there. It's kind of hard to get a reading on that. But it's also, there's like California stuff all over, you know, people just, weed is everywhere. Um, good or bad, I don't know yet. But that's the other thing is, is just um, not judging. Like, I never want to be too political with the cannabis thing, I guess, is what I'm saying. Is like, because I kind of see a need for the black market. And I also see a need for legal. And I kind of see a, it's just an old ass industry that's been around forever. And everybody's trying to figure it out um, as we grow into legalization and having podcasts and <laughs> drinking coffee. All right. Peace, love. I'm out.